Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Oh, I got a live one here. Oh, Are we live? live? Yeah, we're live. It's uh, two seconds. Oh, shit. Okay, yo, what's up? It's uh, Aerie Spears with my man Andy Steinberg here. Are we really live? Is this, yeah, right? it says live. All right. Uh, welcome to the podcast for the first time live. Um, I told y'all we supposed to start at five, but we started a little bit late because this is our first time doing it live. So, uh, it, yes, it's, we're late. So you can blame the nigga for that shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but here we go. So bear with us. And uh, hopefully y'all will enjoy this, you know? Yeah, I, I'm excited to see how this turns out. Um, so we're going to start. This is uh, the, the first experience of Facebook Live, but Aries and uh, Steinberg, I mean, sorry, Spears and Steinberg podcast. Yeah. So here we are. Uh, big news today, uh, as it sets off again, another one, another comic, another. Sexual harassment. Yeah. Aziz. Sexual harassment season, y'all. It's hunting season. It's hunting season. <laughs> Aziz Ansari is going down. Um, yeah, he might have to change his name to Aziz. I'm sorry. Uh, it's happening. Yeah, uh, f- fellas, uh, come on, man. That's what hookers are for. You know, hookers are the most underrated species on the planet. Buy pussy. You ain't got to take it. You ain't got to fucking corner a woman and put her in a compromising position. Uh, buy pussy. Come on, man. Well, he he went out on a date with this girl, and then there's a uh, there's a different uh, her story without his story, right? But it's like, one story, yeah. But like how it's working, and I understand women haven't had a chance to have their say for a long time, so right. we have to take all these allegations seriously. But again, this is only one side of the story. He hasn't commented on it. As and listen, as I said before, you know there are three sides to a story. You know, yours, hers, and the truth. Um, but again, I said this before on an earlier podcast, we got to be careful because, because while we understand the seriousness of the situation, uh, and, and again, women should be respected by all means on every major level. Um, but we can't go the Chelsea Handler route and say, like she said on Bill Maher, we need to automatically believe women automatically. Cause when you do that without due process, You've already convicted a man who may not be guilty. And, and and in the case of some of these dudes in Hollywood, and if you're guilty, you should be put under the jail. Yeah. But if you're not guilty and you convict somebody without due process, 
you're taking a job away from somebody who's trying to feed their family and pay their bills and survive. So we just it's a slippery slope, but uh, we got to be careful. You know what I mean? Well, this isn't about even uh, being convicted. This is just a, a whiplash effect where if your name is mentioned in the realm of sexual harassment, yeah, then you, you lose everything you have going in entertainment. But here's the other thing that I would like to address before we go any further, and we can talk about this more. Um, going back to Hollywood, this is a Hollywood thing. We're, we're, how we're fighting this right now is Hollywood and, and the men in Hollywood and how they had control. But I, I, we have to get this to the part where the woman who works at the, at, at, uh, the grocery store and who's a checker and her boss is giving her time off for a blowjob. He's that, giving her time off to get a blowjob? Well, if she gives him a blowjob, she'll get, he'll get, she'll get the time off. Right. I'm just saying. I'm listening. We need, we need to be worried about all the women, not just about high-priority uh, people who uh, – high-priority uh, people who have power in Hollywood. Right. It's about power over anybody. And right. that's where uh, – I, I hate to see this get lost and become a Hollywood thing when if women – want to make changes we need to make changes in all aspects of society not just uh, yeah i mean we Hollywood. can't ignore the little people oprah alluded to that at the golden globes did she i didn't yeah when she gave her speech she was like you know she, she almost even said what you said like we got to pay attention to the women who who are uh you know harassed and 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 put in compromising situations that don't have the fortune of being able to afford great attorneys and fight it well not to mention that part but the uh, the children that are raised around women that are going through these problems are not coming from Hollywood for the most part. Hollywood only makes up a small proportion of our population in the world today. These are right. these are kids that are coming from homes where they see moms get taken advantage of, or they have dads to take advantage of moms. And we need to make this. We we need to make this. If we're going to fight this the way that uh, women have come out strongly for, obviously we want to fight it. But we need to make sure that we're taking care of uh, at the roots, not just at this. Uh, uh, star in Hollywood. That, 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 I just needed to say it because it bothers me that I know what my mom went through when she was raising mm-hmm. me as a single mom. Right. So, moral of the story, uh, gentlemen, don't be raping. Uh, there's a reason for who is. Partake in a hua. It, it's, there's no, you know. It's a dollar contract. Right. The repercussions aren't on, on, on as severe. Um, but now we're going to move on to something else. Uh, of course, uh, Lord Vader, a.k.a. the president of the United <laughs> States uh, and the shithole countries. Um, and it's amazing to me. And as I read the comments on Twitter from Trump's minions slash supporters, they still are questioning where is the racism? I, I mean, are you really that fucking naive and dumb that you somehow think that it's just a coincidence that he says, you know, fuck shithole countries which first of all Africa's a continent uh so he's already proven how stupid he is but on top of that El Salvador Haiti these are places of color but then he goes we need more Norwegians and people from Europe which of course are you know notebook paper complected the racism is obvious the racism is it's on the fucking wall and it was embarrassing to me even more because I was having a conversation with you earlier this week was trying to defend some of the stuff that he was doing that I felt mm-hmm. was financially beneficial to this com- country. But I was looking for it as a financial – like this guy's not going to be good for 
America, but let's take what he does in this while he's in office and let's at least reap the reward that we can get from him. Which uh, is what? I mean, he's uh, <laughs> our economy's in better shape. Is it really? Yeah, it is in better shape. And here's one of the things we 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 were looking forward to about Facebook Live because in the past when we've done the show, and again we're only probably about this is our, I think 18th episode, so we're new, and we keep asking people to send us emails so that we can read them on the podcast and get the people involved. Um, and we haven't really gotten that the way we want to. So by doing this like this, as I'm reading the comments, as I scroll it up, you know, if you got something to say, you want to chime in, you want to ask a question, you want to, you want us to address your thoughts, go ahead, participate. If, if you want to call in, we'll bring you in. We could talk about it uh, and it'll make the show more interesting. And, and we could, you know, we, 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 we could get get some of what's going on in your mind out there in the open and, and really get into it. Like I see my man, Sean White, right. said due to Obama, okay. the economy is better. And Well, let's address it then, and, and I'll address it. Now, first of all, before I address it, I just want to make sure you understand. I see you, Melissa. We, we, you bear yeah. with us, baby. I'm not supporting Trump as a president. That's not what I'm doing. I'm saying some things. Let's take advantage of some things. And before I even get to that, what I was saying when Aries and I were having a conversation is, it is, it's terrible that this is the guy that represents our country. But this is what we're getting out of it. I can let's at least get that. And then he said the shithole country, uh, the shithole uh, country remark. And I can't even feel good about this. I mean, it just it left me in a place where he made us look so horrible. But as far as the economy goes, yes, Obama did save this country from going into a depression. That's the that's the where it was going, and he did he did level it out. But the things that uh, Trump has done has accelerated where our economy is moving and he had yeah it has and it's it's the best uh jobs in america in a long time it is and you you want to take everything away from him you can but he's done that's what he has done listen let's tally up the score so far we got trump calling mexicans murderers and rapists that's uh, that's a little bit of a misquote, but no, it's not a yeah, fucking yeah, misquote. Yeah, no, when is it a misquote? Yeah, because he said that when Mexico when they, when they is, come if, over, they bring their worst. They're bringing their worst because they can't get over legally. So when the people who come over illegally are coming over, they're bringing sending their worst. They're, they're you really believe that? There's heard, a lot of motherfuckers in here that I pick up from Home Depot to work on my house that I know are good people. Because my shit don't be stolen when I don't done. believe it. I just want the quote to be, like I told you this in the beginning on a podcast. I want this dude taken down, but I want him taken down for exactly the things that he does so that the other side can never say that. It if was- he said shithole countries, he also meant murderers and rapists and not as a misquote. Let's read between the lines. But let me let me just say, so far, Mexico rapists and murderers uh, grab them by the pussy. NFL black players get them sons of bitches off the field. He told a New York City police department, when you're putting a suspect in the car, don't follow protocol and use your hand to protect their head. Matter of fact, move your hand and let them bang their head on the car. You don't have to be so nice. Right. You don't have to be so nice. And now shithole countries I'm not and s- people of color. Donald Trump is a piece of shit. I'm not disagreeing with that. That's not there was never a disagreement in that. And I'm, if I could have someone else represent this country, I would. I would rather. I would prefer. When, we, when it came time to look at Oprah, 
I don't, I, I don't necessarily want Oprah to be our next president, but if I had to choose between Donald Trump and Oprah, I'm picking I'll, Oprah. I'll take Donald Duck right now <laughs> over this motherfucker. Uh, he's a piece of shit, man, period. It, it is the worst. But he did, uh, he did uh, take Martin Luther King's home, mm-hmm. and he expanded the park. He, he created a park. Right. I don't, and then you said the same, but you said it. There's, there's another reason why he did it. It can't be right. just to be doing the right thing. Michelle, are you still there, baby? If you did, we're going to bring you in. Uh, let us know. Uh, yeah, and then my man Tag McFly said, yep, and he stood up for the Nazis too. So, yeah, oh, that's right. Alt-right, Nazi. Yeah. There's some fine people on both sides. It's like, come on, man. And you know what? I'm glad you said that. Yeah. See, this is why I like the Facebook Live, because yeah. Tag McFly says he doesn't give a shit about MLK, which he doesn't. Um, and, but, and I just want to say, to these cool niggas, Paris Denard, Sheriff Clark, uh, Diamond and Silk, a.k.a. Mm-hmm, and Show Liz, uh, and Larry Elder, these cool niggas, man, I, I, you know, it's, it's like that, especially that dude, Paris Denard, because when they showed the footage after Trump did the MLK thing with all the black people in the room, and it always kills me how he conveniently, whenever there's a firestorm, especially with racism, he, he fucking is now all of a sudden surrounded by black people. You know what I'm saying? To validate, I'm not racist. Right. And as he's walking out of the room and you hear the reporter go, Mr. President, are you a racist? Which, of course, he didn't address. He's saying something to Paris Denard. And you could see, yes, yes, I do it. I do it. I can do it. You could see this motherfucker is so excited to suck this man's dick. You could literally see the white shit build up on the corner of his lips when you get excited. Uh, motherfucker, these cool niggas kill me, man. Like you said, though, he doesn't care about MLK. I get that, but what I, that's what I was trying to say and probably didn't say it right. Take what we can get from this dude. Whatever happens that we can benefit from, take it, but let's make, let's know that the next person is going to come in here and has to fix this shit. Let's vote for someone who's going to fix this shit. But let, let's get a new house. Let's get, it, let's get a new Senate. Let's get the people who can make the changes. Take right. what we can. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater is all I guess I was saying. I mean, he has a lot of fucked up shit. But there are some things that we but can take advantage of. Why would you throw of. the baby out? Just keep the baby, but throw the bath water out. out. Don't, but that's, it's a saying. I don't know what it fucking really means. Mm, okay. That's just a saying. You never heard that saying before? No, nah, never. Yeah, maybe it wasn't a good one. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm what else a, is on the agenda? I don't know. I'm going to take a shower before I do the next one. <laughs> What's on this? Uh, the H&M shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I have some video here that I want to bring up, too. Right. That you guys won't see, but we'll, I'll give it to Aries so we can talk about it. I'm sure everybody knows at this point, um, but if you don't, uh, of course, that H&M with the little black kid wearing the sweat, the hoodie uh, that said, uh, you know, the coolest monkey in the jungle. And, you know, of course, black people was in, a, in an uproar for understandable reasons. Okay, so we start off with the H&M, which was a problem. Uh, the mom came out and said that he tried on hundreds of pieces of clothes that they, we need to let this go, that he, uh, that that's just the, the, the ad that they, the, the photo that they chose to use yeah, and that it didn't have any meaning behind it. But how can it, is it, is it my problem that I saw the problem? Um, that, you, that with the sweatshirt? Yeah. No, it's not your problem. That's the fucking solution. Listen, it, it's, it's unfortunate that there's still a divide and how people think racially. Uh, and what fucked me up was the mother later later came on and said, y'all need to get over it. Right. There's no big deal. It's not all, it's not like that. I'm like, bitch, your check cleared. You know what I mean? So, of course, you don't have a problem with it. So, I, I, I text 
hey, y'all, black people, you know, uh, pull the dogs back. Chief Big Ape has spoken. So if she ain't got a problem with it, I guess we shouldn't be tripping. Um, and then a black dude had wrote in and basically validated what the mother said. A, a, lot, a lot of white people will say things like, um, yo, what is, y- y'all are over, you, you're doing too much, you're looking too deep into it. You know, I got nieces and nephews who I refer to as monkeys and, and, and often... You know, we refer to little kids as little monkeys. Um, so it shouldn't be a big deal. But here's what white people don't understand. And, and it kills me when the black guy said the same thing. And I told him, and I, and listen, I wrote it down because sometimes I, I got too much shit and it's, I can't memorize it. Uh, so I wrote it down. Uh, so I don't want to look unprofessional, but I'm, I'm going to read to you what I wrote to him. And, and this really goes out. To white people who, white people for the record, I love y'all, but I think sometimes y'all have a certain amount of naivete. Yes. And, 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 and black people are, some black people are in such a rush to be on this equal level playing field as we should be, but unfortunately that's not the reality that we live in. So I told the guy, I basically said, look, man, you're looking at the glass half full. Uh, America has never been that pure hearted. Uh, the same innocent hoodie as a kid that this kid will wear that dons the word monkey, which has historically been used to demean us, uh, can be the same hoodie that he's potentially killed in while being called monkey. So based on the significance of that, there's some meaning there and he just shouldn't fucking do it. Whether you agree or not about, hey, it's just a saying and what's the big deal there's there's too much of a significant history behind that word for that to be something he should have wore. Pick another fucking sweatshirt just to avoid the controversy. Well, pick another person in the sweatshirt. D- that too. Yeah, it could have. It, it could be. It, it, it could be. Put a Mexican in there. It doesn't have the same meaning. Put, it doesn't put a have white the same history. But a white. But okay. And, and I did read this white guy tweeted this, and this made me laugh. And. Uh, and I'll address the other part of this after I say this. He said, uh, come on, guys. <laughs> we have to get over this. Uh, slavery ended. Uh, the Civil War ended slavery. And uh, we, we should be over this by now. And the Civil War didn't end slavery. Uh, he gave us the Emancipation Proclamation. And then we, we brought Jim Crow in not too long after. And Jim Crow and the laws of Jim Crow ended less than 50 years ago. This is we're talking about a generational. You can reach your hand out and still touch the oppression that this country has put on black people and people of color. So right. when you say we have to get over it, it's in it's in close memory. Your grandma, dude, when you said that, your grandma lived a life where as a white woman, she had a whole completely different idea than you have as a a white dude in this country right now. And you need to know your history. And when white people learn their history, then they'll understand why this is a situation. I, I think it's a lack of knowledge. Right. Uh, it is. It, it's a lack of knowledge and it's a lack of caring. Um, you know, it's not it's not enough to be white in America and just go, I'm not racist. I don't want to be racist. I don't believe in racist thoughts and behavior. Um, everybody should be happy and blah, blah, blah. That's great that you're from that. You know, that, that, that that's where your heart is in the right place and that you think like that. But you got to do more than that. There's homework to be done. It's not enough to just sit, sit there and, and, and go, ah, 
you got to get involved. And I think if more white people took the time to learn about black history, to learn the culture, to learn more than just about Martin Luther King, which is the only thing they teach every February in, in, the, in the curriculum in schools for Black History Month. Our history is so much deeper than MLK. You know, learn about Medgar Evers. Dig deep into Malcolm X. You know, dig deep into the, the history of, of, of who we are and our contributions and the true history of this. I say this all the time. Two of my favorite documentaries from PBS, MLK Still I Rise and the six-part documentary. Um, shit. Uh, God damn it. Uh, what's the other one? D- 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 Eyes on the Prize. Um Yo, you got to watch that shit because 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 it digs deeper into what we we already know. We already know. We already know Martin Luther King and no, of course, no disrespect to MLK, but we know that he's the fucking McDonald's of civil rights. He's the Nike of civil rights. You know what I'm saying? You got to wear some New Balance and some, you know, Chuck Taylors and some British Knights, you know, get, get to the bottom of the barrel. To understand what's really going on here, because if you really have any empathy and sympathy and goodness in your heart for real, then you want to give a fuck. And that's all I'm saying. You got to give a fuck. You got to dig deeper. Yeah, it has to be more than giving a fuck. Because there's, you brought up uh, uh, Malcolm X, and there was a scene. You see, you saw uh, X. You saw uh, the movie. Yeah. Do you remember the part of the movie when? Uh, the girl runs up to Malcolm X, the white girl, and says, you know, is hey, there anything I can do for a white person who's not racist? And he said, no, no. But later in another in another book, he right. said that he wishes at that time he could have told her what to, something to do. Well, he, yeah. In the but, movie, he went to Mecca yeah, yeah. and then yeah. we found out that, holy shit, but I here, need to think different. But here's the other part of that. As a white person, as a white person that I am very white, right. uh, it's not about coming up to uh, black folks and saying, what can I do? Know what to do. Know your history. Know what you need right. to do. Know when you need to speak up. Know when you see something's wrong. When you see an ad, like that H&M ad, understand why it's wrong. Un- and then don't put a, don't put a tw- uh, tweet out that says, hey, we've ended this a long time ago. There was a person, uh, I didn't see their name. They, they brought up something about uh, how slavery keeps going on, especially within our, uh, our uh, uh, legal system and how, how black men are being jailed and the whole, uh, that whole issue right uh but again and i'm not trying to go back and i'm not trying to defend donald trump this is again where you see somebody like the clintons who are responsible for this who were doing who who are are perceived as doing great things for all people but again we get good and bad things with all politicians we have to take the we have to take what's good and we have to get rid of what's bad that is a bad situation the the uh predator the whatever the what, what was her hillary's thing i forgot what she called uh deplorables no, the predators. When she said uh, that, that's what the law was that, that's put more black men in jail than any other time in this country. Uh, I don't even remember what her, how she, what the, the super predator, right? The super predator law that they came up with is what's is the problem. And government isn't going to take care of us. We have to take care of us. And that when we come back to the H and M ad and we get this, everybody thinks you vote because you vote for a president and you vote for a congressman. Your congressman is more important than your president. But be, but besides that, we vote with our dollars. And when there's a uh, company like H&M, don't give them your dollars. Because right. there's nothing that affects a company more in this country than not giving them your then, dollars. But then H&M said, 80% off. And I remember this black girl tweeted. She was like, I'm telling you, they know how, they know how to calm you savages down. 80% off. And niggas went, 80% off? I just got to get you H&M. First of all, I don't even know the kind of clothes H&M. Like, you know what I mean? I'm still, I'm stuck in the 90s. I'm still baggy jeans, Ava Rex jackets. 
You know what I'm saying? And I, Michelle, real quick, black T-shirts. M- M- Melissa, Melissa said uh, she she um, read the Malcolm X biography, and it was heartbreaking. And she's saying a lot of cool shit. Melissa, let me ask you something. You like niggas? She's white, but I'm Melissa. You like niggas? Cause you seem like you know, you like you like niggas. When white women d- dig deep into our shit, yeah, yeah. Some black man has fucked you into historical shape. No fuck with H and M. Never will. Yeah. Is that even a real question? Yes, yes, Melissa. It's a real fucking question. Answer it. Yeah, look, we're waiting. We're waiting. What is Sean? I love all people. <laughs> That's terrible. I asked you specifically. I like all burgers, but my favorite is Wendy's. I prefer Wendy's. So I didn't even I didn't understand where you were with that. With what? I, I lost you with the hamburger thing. What was the hamburger? Because she said, I love with all bur- people. All I said, do you like niggas? She said, I love all people. I like all burgers, but Wendy's is my favorite. All right, let's get back into let's get back into the the, 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 the heartfelt political side of this. I'm with you. I I, I I hear you. I'm waiting for this bitch answer. How come? How come? I, I would never not date or be with a man because of race. We're gonna keep going, Andy. But she's evading my question. Do you like niggas specifically? Do you fuck black men? Would you avoid fucking a black man? Either or. There. There we go. We'll wait for her answer. <laughs> okay. So vote with your dollars. Don't give money. I st- I, I got to be. It's been twenty years. I still don't eat at Denny's. I see black folks eating at Denny's. I want to go into Denny's and go. Don't you don't eat at Denny's and don't give up your money. I, I don't know. I get very serious about this. I don't. I don't give money to people that I, that want to hurt me or the people that are, are important to Melissa me. Melissa said, "I have, and I will." Good girl. <laughs> that's that's all I wanted. Good girl. Oh. I bet you if a dude hit her from the back, she would be reading the Malcolm X book while it's happening. <laughs> I hope I hope everybody knows this is this is this is seventy five percent serious and twenty five percent of the comedy show. So nonsense. This is seventy seventy percent comedy and thirty percent serious. That wasn't math, was it? This nigga said, "Hey, Melissa." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we, we, oh, I wanted to play this ad for you. You said you've seen this ad. And this is why I'm saying everybody already knows what the ad is. And right. Dub did a commercial, too. That They got some What's up, Sal? And you yeah, guys I've seen this commercial. Okay. This is the one where, where the, uh, the, the Asians do the... Uh, the laundry. The and laundry they, they commercial. Put, and put then, the black dude right, in the washer. the black dude in the washer, and then he comes out white because apparently... Came, no, he comes out Asian. He comes out, well, still yeah. light-colored. Yeah. So apparently dirt is brown. So... Everybody knows that commercial and the black backlash. I said blacklash almost right there. Right. But I guess it would be blacklash. Uh, but it came out over that, and they still Dove did the commercial with the uh, with the uh, the the black chick who was taking off Dove, her shirt. Yeah, yeah and, and then there's a there's a white girl underneath it, and then mm-hmm. then they said, but if you go on longer in the commercial, mm-hmm. then there's a, a Hispanic girl, but the Hispanic girl looks white. Right. So if you know the history mm-hmm. and you already know what the what what people think about this there's no reason for these people to make these mistakes unless they want to make these mistakes right these are people that are in this business they're in the advertising business they know better they did it on purpose yeah you know it's it's amazing to me uh and and you know this is a testament to how much hell black people catch in this country truthfully cuz it's like we can't get a break nowhere and it always kills me when minorities other minorities feel the need to 
poke fun at us when they don't understand they're being made fun of almost just as much. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, what is this desire to want to get this acceptance from the coolest kids in school, a.k.a., you know, uh, the Caucasians, uh, when it's like, motherfucker, you being pointed at and laughed at, too. You know what I mean? It's like, let's knock it off, man. You know, uh, shit is unfortunate. And again, if you're just tuning in, I don't want to make this seem like, you know, I, I don't like uh, my Anglo-Saxons because I love you motherfuckers. Uh, but, you know, we just we, we, we talking about races on a real and honest, honest platform, you know. By the way, if you want to see that uh, commercial that I was talking about, it's called it's on YouTube. It's racism in a Chinese laundry detergent advertisement is what it's listed under. So you can check it out because somebody said that they want to see it. But we haven't even figured out how to put ourselves on this Facebook Live, let alone show you. Uh, yeah, we're YouTube. still trying to figure out how we can get people to chime in. I, Dude, would, I would really fucking love to get that, man. I have bad eye contact, and I cannot stand this so far. What, this? Yeah, I, have, I keep looking away from the camera. Why? I don't know. You might just be shy. This shit creeps me out. Um, okay. Before we move on, um, and again, I, I want to address two things. Uh, I think I've already addressed uh, a white guy talking about, hey, what's the big deal with you know saying a thing about, uh, oh, that, but kind of getting to that. There's a dude on the internet who I can't fucking stand. It's this dude, he calls himself... Book Gang, Bunk or Book Gang. I think it's B O O N K or B O O K Gang. And I know you you probably not hip to this. I can't stand this ignorant nigga. Oh, I did see. I can't yeah, stand I saw, I this what ignorant nigga. Yeah. He's this dude. He's got like these dreads, yeah. all these tattoos on his chest and face, and gold teeth, and and like he his 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 thing is he has people record him doing stupid shit like I, I saw one clip where he walked into a store grabbed a bunch of shit like he was about to steal it then he ran out and then fell on the floor and of course that means the owner of the store has to then deal with this bullshit he did another one where he was in new york city and you know uh if you've ever been in new york especially in the Times square area you know there's all these peddlers out there you know and they they selling they fake pocketbooks and Purses and shit and, you know, scarves and hats and or whatever. And he would, you know, throw himself onto the table and knock everything over to the ground, destroy everything and then run away. But every time he does stupid shit, he yells out, boot gang. Um, I saw one where recently he was in American Airlines and I guess he had a problem with something from American Airlines. So he started with a shit full of dollars, making it rain right all over the floor. And he's yelling out at full volume, getting everybody's attention. Fuck American Airlines. Fuck American Airlines. And then uh, the, the one that really made me mad was he was going through a drive through and he had his beverage and he was talking about how watery the beverage was. So he says to the drive through guy who's just this, you know, dude trying to make a living, making fucking minimum wage. Yo, man, this shit is, this shit is, 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 uh, uh, is, is, is not watered down. And he throws the drink on the dude through the window and he drives off laughing. <laughs> Book gang, nigga. Book gang, nigga. And I swear to God, I wish somebody would snuff this nigga out. 
because I said this nigga is an embarrassment to black people. This makes us look bad. And of course, the white response I got on Twitter was the same as almost as the H&M coolest monkey in the jungle, which is to say naivete. White people, again, you all have a certain amount of naivete you don't understand. So he goes that it shouldn't it shouldn't affect all people, just him. You know what I'm saying? Don't make it a race thing. It's just him. And I said to dude, look, man, I don't have the time really to break down to you why uh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Because um, quite truthfully, I had some white pussy coming in my room in five minutes. So I had to tend to that. But I said to the uh, to the black guy, because the black guy says to me, and again, I'm going to read this because it's a little lengthy, but I'm going to read this. He goes, uh, the black guy says to me, who gives a fuck? I am responsible for my own actions, for my own actions, actions alone. If someone judges people based on the actions of a few, there's a word for this racist. So here was my response to him. I said, do you think if Obama had taken office and had acted in a manner that racist whites would have wanted and expected him to act? That wouldn't have been a horrible look for us, given his position and the history of this country. Because unlike white people, we didn't then, nor do we now, currently have the luxury to be judged as individuals. Because as a people, we had to suffer and succeed together. Given the times and the circumstances, which still unfortunately permeate today. We got off to a late start. In, the, in life's race of equality and fair treatment. While they, white people, you guys have always had a head start. So the black folks who say this, I say don't be that fucking naive. This race thing is bigger than individuality. Especially for us. You understand what I'm saying? I do understand what you're saying, but uh, the idea of it's a noble idea. Yeah, it's a it's noble, a noble idea. idea. And theoretically, that's how it should, should be. be. It should be where you don't judge me based on the actions of another black person. That's how it should be. But America is not that fucking pure hearted because of this race thing. Black people are 18 steps behind in the race. It's like when you hear the starter pistol go off. We all supposed to be starting from the same line. To get to the finish line. Whoever wins, black, white, brown, yellow, whatever, mazel tov. But we're not starting off like that. We never started off like that. White people have had an 18-step head start, which is why, again, you, you can't pick and choose what works for you and what doesn't. Because as soon as we start talking about police brutality, what do white people say to us? What, if you weren't doing anything wrong? Nope. What? What about black on black crime? Oh, well, that's that- what, what, stop. Listen to what I'm gonna say now. Okay. Because this is the this is the thing. What about black on black crime? So which is it? Are we not supposed to be judged on the actions of others, or are we? Because when you say what about black on black crime, now you're saying that somehow as a black person, I'm responsible for what another ignorant nigga decides to do in the streets. I'm not responsible for that. And 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 for the record. Let's not call it black on black crime. Crime is crime, period. When white people kill white people, is it white on white crime? When Asians kill Asians, is it Asian on is it Asian on Asian crime? Hispanics on Hispanic crime? Crime is crime. But don't hold me accountable 
for black on black crime. Like somehow I as an individual have something to do with that, which is my point here. Black people, we, we from from slavery to the 60s till now, we have had to stand together in success and failure in life and in death. So with that being said, come on, man. Come on. We're not on an even playing field. So that's naive of you to go, well, we shouldn't be judged as as a whole. It's individual. It's not individual. That's how we're looked at. Anytime niggas do something that piss racist white people off, look at look how they act. You see how they are? That's the world we live in. But some of the other things that people have to come to terms with is is that racism, the definition of racism the simple one is just a predetermined ideology of a person, place, or thing. We're all going to have racist thoughts. We're going to have to have racist. We all have, in every culture, there's racism. It's how you handle your thought process. It's what you do with what you think and how you react in life. I think it's natural just by the, the nature of the beast. Everybody's a little racist. And I used to do a joke about it. You might not be smack a taco out of Mexican hand racist, but we're all a little racist. racist. There's nothing wrong with it. It's like you said. Just don't act upon that racism. As long as I'm not denying you any rights, as long as I'm not treating you unfairly, as long as I'm not treating you with, you know, if I don't, if I don't give you the dignity and the respect that you deserve, thoughts don't hurt nobody. It's actions. Well, that's why our thoughts are supposed to be kept in our heads so that we have time to fix what we're thinking before we act upon it. Uh, but when you talk about black on black crime, there is something that. God, and I just sound so like I, don't, I hate how I sound sometimes. Here's the thing: um, black on black crime. If we're going to say black on black crime, which right. you, you just wanted to eliminate that, but let, let's let's call it that for just a second. Uh, there's a reason why there's black neighborhoods in this country, and the reason why there's black neighborhoods in this country is because of how, uh, in that time before uh, in, in the early '50s, when they redefined highways in America, and the bankers sat down with the white politicians and redefine roadways, they created poor neighborhoods. Right. And they moved black folks or brown folks into those neighborhoods, knowing that they wouldn't have as much access to roadways and businesses, and their property values would go down. Knowing that, they created these areas that now they look at and go, look, there's terrible crime in here. But they put, they put that in place to create these areas. Yeah, systematic racism. Yeah. Right. That's why that's why when when Coon Clark, Coon Sheriff Clark goes, uh, don't blame cops, uh, blame the ghettos, blame urban areas that are fucked up. Well, how the fuck do you think they got that way? And you just said it. They were structurally created racism like, nigga, you can't see that. You don't want to see that. So it's hard for me to like it's a lot. There's a lot more conversation than just the topics that we're just going to gloss over a little bit. But I mean. Honestly, know your history. If you know your history, you won't you won't be you won't be questioning the things that you're questioning. This is why I said, and, and again for the record, white people, I love you. You motherfuckers pay niggas on time, <laughs> uh, but you you gotta dig deeper. You gotta dig deeper than just well. I know about Martin Luther King, so you know what I'm saying. Our, 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 you know that's where Black history lives and dies. No, you, you watch watch the the, the PBS documentaries. MLK, Still I Rise, and Eyes on the Prize. It's a six part. Eyes on the Prize is a six part dec- documentary. Uh, and if you watch those two documentaries, I'm telling you, you'll take a step back and go, oh my God, the shit I didn't know. Well, America wants to teach Martin Luther King because that's a safe 
He's safe. He's safe. He's safe. Look, anytime you go, hey, take a punch in the face and don't hit back. Some safe shit. That's- you know, Malcolm was like, hey, you, you touch me, motherfucker. It's your ass. You know, they don't like loud. They like quiet and... But I think it's time also that uh, white America understands something that I would like to say. We were having this conversation. And uh, and you'll get this if you get educated just a little bit. The only true culture in this country is black culture. Everything else came from Europe. Brenda, what do you mean when you say what's the topic, baby? I think you just tuned in. Go ahead. Uh, it's the only culture that, that grew from this country. And it's the country that young kids run to today. Hip-hop music. I love when you say, on, uh, on, when you talk about uh, going back uh, to Africa, but you couldn't go back there because you like baseball hats. Sneakers. Uh, sh- yeah. The culture that was created by black folks. Right. The culture that, we, uh, that is in this country that, is in this, that we look at as highly American is a black culture. And so when you start learning your history, you're going to change your idea about how you see a bunch of different things. Right. Yeah, you know, and when I say snuff somebody out, <clears throat> I'm not talking about, obviously, murder. But I wish somebody would just put this nigga bunk gang in a bag, <laughs> tie it up, and drop this motherfucker off in some foreign country, some shithole country. Because this motherfucker is such an embarrassment. It makes me sick. I can't stand this dude, man. I really can't stand this dude. He's such an ignorant, ignorant, ignorant motherfucker. And he just makes uh, he just makes us look bad as a race, man. You know, and again, the idea of true equality without being judged as, as one race, it's a very noble idea. But America really isn't, you know, the apple pie we, we say it is. You know what I mean? It's, it's chicken grease and neck bones, you know, with diabetes and, and cancer mixed in. There's some bad shit here. You know, are, are we gonna, we do to talk about other things besides race and racism on this podcast, by the way. Yeah, but you know that's what's at the forefront. Well, I know, but I just want, right But now. these people just saw us for the first time. For yeah, but you know, so shit, I'm just letting them know. Listen to all the other 17 episodes. You'll you'll see what it is. But you know that's what's on the news, man. Trump shithole countries, countries of color. I, I want to talk the H and M and the Monkey Boy and all of that. <laughs> I want to talk about the Golden Globes because, uh, and, and this might be a little old because this happened last week and we just got to, uh, we just do this podcast weekly. But uh, there was a chick that wore the, uh, the red dress at the Golden uh-huh. Globe. She didn't, she didn't, uh, Blanca Blanco wore the red dress. And right. I don't know if you saw her. Did you, did I show you a picture of her? No. She looked amazing in this red dress. She had every right to wear this red dress. And I like that uh, women came out against her. Because she didn't wear the ribbon, and I don't. There's a Seinfeld episode about how you have to wear the ribbon. Uh, it, it reminded me of that, that that women didn't support her wanting to wear her dress, and they came out against her for this dress. Uh, and the problem that women yes, have had, yes, it is. Go ahead. What is it? No, no, no. Go ahead. The problem that women have had is that they don't. They, that they didn't have the individual. They didn't have the ability to speak out for themselves. One woman wears a red dress because that's what she wanted, and she's getting crushed by other women. Right. And my question to the women, uh, I didn't really see this. I, I watched the the highlights. I, I didn't see the uh, the Oprah thing. I saw a little bit of it afterwards. But my my biggest question. Carlene was, said she can wear whatever she wants. I, I think she should be able to. But my right. question is. The Ambra uh, Gutierrez, the 22-year-old the who's now 24, that really went to the police, that taped Harvey Weinstein, that opened up this case, that gave the investigator uh, uh, the, the, the insight to go in and go after uh, Harvey Weinstein to write this article, 
Where was she at the Golden Globes? How come these women who had to wear black and show solidarity and show that they were... This woman, she went... Her, her career be fucked. She didn't give a shit. She went after Harvey Weinstein on her own, 22, didn't care about her career. She brought this to the, she brought this to the head that was allowed to have this investigation happen. The police knew about it because of this. And where was she? Why wasn't she invited to the Golden Globes? Why didn't someone give her a black dress? Where is she in the Time's Up movement and the Me Too? Why is uh, Alyssa Milano getting the Me Too credit when this woman is the one who braved everything, put her career on the back burner, went out, stood up for herself, stood up for her rights. Why wasn't she at the Golden Globes? I wish I knew enough about this story. I really don't. I I, I, I can't watch award shows. I, I can't watch rich people celebrate this, being rich. This isn't about the award show. This is about people. No, I get that. I just say I don't know enough about that well, story. I just don't understand how this – This she was a 22-year-old. Uh, she was Italian, and I, I don't know if she was – she's something else. I don't know what she is, She's uh, but – she was an Italian. She was an Italian girl. Came over. She met with Harvey Weinstein. Um, Harvey Weinstein tried to get her to do things that she didn't want to do. She went to the police. The police uh, put a, a mic on her. She went back. She got the recording. They said there was enough there that they should have been investigating or even even been able to arrest Harvey Weinstein. They didn't mm-hmm. do it. They didn't follow through. But that's what gave them the uh, the, the start to do this investigation. And right. that's where we have this writing. This is where the lid got blown off because of this person. And I just don't understand how they sit there. In their richness in Hollywood, and talk about how we have to improve and how we have to do better. And you guys, you, I'm not, I'm not knocking the women. I just know a Rose McGowan didn't get supported. I know this girl isn't getting supported. And it's time to just stop ripping every dude down who says what. Like I know somebody's going to say that I didn't say something right, but the way that I handled this, or when uh, some other men have come out and they've getting knocked down. It's time to stop just knocking people down just because they're saying something go after go get together and let's make some changes not this solidarity in black dresses didn't make sense to me go get this this amber gutierrez and let's bring her up because she deserved it she went out of her way she she was willing to ruin her career for everyone where is she in this discussion Mm. if i'm wrong let me know Mm. what else we got oh i had that question from uh jetta james official Uh uh-huh and he wanted me to ask you. This dude always hits me up on yeah. Twitter. Uh, feel free, feel free to say it's from me. So he wanted everybody to know it's from him. Right? Uh, how do, how does Aries feel knowing that Kevin Hart flat out left his name out of his book when talking about the All Star Comedy Jams weekend? Uh, you know, it is what it is. I don't, you know, I don't know if he did it on intentionally. I don't know what it was. Uh, and if he did, you know, big ups, baby. You know, uh, Kevin Hart's next special should be called God's Ch- God's Child or God's Choice. Uh, you know, I, I ain't got no, I ain't gonna say no ill will towards Kevin. Uh, I mean, I audition for his Fox. He's got a new Fox cartoon coming out based on the joke he does where he goes, uh, "All right, all right, all right," and I audition for the part of his father. And from what I heard, um, you know, Kevin wanted me. I, w- I was, I was, you know, fourth in inches from the goal line. But somebody at Fox went, no, not that guy. And that's the reason why I didn't get the job. Now, I don't, you know, that's what my manager and my agent tell me. Um, so, you know, it's just whatever, man. You know, I got nothing but love and respect for Kevin. Kevin's a monster in the comedy game. Uh, I ain't going to shit on Kevin. I've said my piece about how I feel. And, uh, you know, my, 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 my happiness is not uh, based on some my name in somebody's book. Uh, so, whatever, man. It's all good. Yeah, uh, I like some people wrote uh, Kevin Hart overrated. 
Uh, he's very rated, though. Yeah, he's more rated than overrated. <laughs> you know, for every one of those, there's a million motherfuckers that love Kevin. And like I said in my latest Vlad interview, man, numbers don't lie. And when you look at what his numbers do at the box office, uh, that tells you what it is. I think Jumanji now is is like reaching astronomical numbers. Um, so, you know, Kevin's Kevin's a monster, man. Uh, so is Black Panther going to beat uh, Jumanji? Oh, I definitely think so. And and listen, uh, we, I've been saying it. I've been telling black people, look, and this movie comes out on, uh, during Black History Month. It is our civic duty to go to the theater and show our whole ass. I mean, brothers, you got to show up in daishikis and black women. You got to show up. No makeup on. No perms, no weaves, no extensions, hair natural, all natural, all stank. No, no extensions? No extensions. No weaves? No weaves, no perms, nothing to have that look. We got to go straight African. There's going to be a lot of scarves. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Black people, we got to show up shiny, put baby oil on your face. You know what I mean? We got to look like patent leather. Are you guys going to all talk real loud during the movie? We ain't going to say a fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? We we, we, we got to go hard in the paint on this one. This is us. And I love the fact that the pre-sale numbers have been setting records. So if the, if, if, if the actual sales do anything like what the pre-sales is doing, this might be the biggest movie, superhero movie Marvel has ever made. Can us whites be African as well? In uh, in heart, you can be African. Y'all take shit too far. You'll show up in blackface and bones in your yes. nose and plates in your lip, thinking that's a compliment, and you'll get snuffed out in the movie theater, and you won't even see who did it to you because it'd be dark with dark niggas in it. No, so if, you won't even see the punch coming. If you're white and you really want to like get into that black community, go there and talk really loud to them in, through the movie. Don't do that. So the black folks get to see how it feels. <laughs> We want to hear this shit. <laughs> when when black when white folks are in a movie and black folks are talking behind them, do we want to hear this uh, shit? Do it the opposite. This is our chance. This is our chance as white folks just just to to to, to play that part. Yeah, <laughs> Black Panther is, is going to be. I told you, I'm going in there with smelling like cocoa butter and pink oil moisturizer. <laughs> this looks like a good Marvel movie. It looks like it's going to be fantastic. Looks like one of the best ones. Uh, Martin Luther King Day though tomorrow. My son has off. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, Martin Luther King Day. I'm, I'm uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I hate to say it like that. It just, I'm Martin Luther King out. No, I, it's 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 the most important black holiday to white people. <laughs> we gotta celebrate. We we gotta throw something else in the mix, man. Like like, I, it could be MLK, the holiday. But with some other shit, it, just throw some other niggas in there. Well, I just think it's yeah because they I, like we like we said earlier, it's the most palatable. It's the it's it's the easiest it's one, one to swallow. It's the one that white people can really get behind. It's like oh yeah, it's what they know. Uh, but again, just before we go, this is this is how I said Trump signs into law creating a national historic park for Martin Luther King. It was boy, it was a boyhood home that they put it in. It's uh. I don't trust anything nice that Trump does. Tr- Trump, g- anything nice that Trump does is like getting your favorite food with shit in it. You don't have to trust it. Just take it. That's all I was trying to say. Listen, I'm a fan this. of pasta. I love my favorite. Anything pasta, particularly uh, Alfredo with shrimp. It's like getting Alfredo with shrimp with a piece of doo-doo in it. 
you know, Trump might do something nice, but you know, it is due to win it. All I'm saying is don't even say thank you. Just take it. Just take it. This guy's not going to leave us with much. Just take whatever good things that come out of it because it has been an embarrassment, but take the good things and let's move on. We're going to get someone to fix it next. But we have uh, the elections for uh, for Congress, and these are the most important ones coming up. This is where change can be made. You can tell Trump can't fuck. Look at him. This motherfucker got no hip action. He probably on top of a woman missionary. He just moved his neck and his feet. Nigga stinks. Should we should we end on that? Yeah. Is that the hour? That's the hour. All right. This uh, is our first one. We're going to figure it out. Shrimp dick. Exactly. Uh, Peaches <laughs> Simone. Uh, shrimp dick. God damn. I man. like the interaction, though. I do, too. I think this is going to make things easier. We need a producer. We need uh, someone to stand there and read this shit to but us. But I can't wait. If, if there's some way we can look, then this shit still is flashing adding. So I, I think we're going to have to give up on that. So um, hopefully the next two or three times we do this. We'll figure this shit out uh, and have it down 100% so we can... We're not going to have it 100%. Take some people down, show some people, talk to some people live, and really get this thing on an intricate level. But want to thank you all for watching. Of course, follow me on Twitter at Aries Spears. Instagram, Aries Spears Official for all things free comedy. My Pandora, Aries Spears. My YouTube, Aerie Spears, hit the subscribe button. Cha-ching, put some money in a nigga pocket. Um, and we we here in Cleveland next week. I'll be in El Paso, Texas. I've never been there. I've been to uh, Beaumont, Odessa, Houston, and Dallas. Oh, and San Antonio. Uh, but yeah, I'll be in El Paso for the first time. Come show a nigga some love. Uh, I'll be happy to get the fuck out of Cleveland. This city stinks. <laughs> Cleveland fucking stinks. I thought you guys were amazing. You guys were wonderful people. You stink. Some of you people hated me. <laughs> Carlene Brown, show MBTHS some love. That's where I went to high school. North Brunswick Township High School. I went there for one year. My freshman year, got the fuck out of there because I knew school was bullshit. Got my GED, and now I'm getting paid to say fuck education. <laughs> Mom's all over the country. I'm really happy with you right now. Uh, Michelle, I love you, baby. <clears throat> I love you. You seem really caring about us brown folk. Next time you fuck a black man, think of me. I almost don't want to get off. I know. I like, I like reading these, though. Yeah, this is cool. Um, what? Oh, yeah. I'm Andy Comedy. AndyComedy.com. You could go. I'm not Andy Comedy, but my website is AndyComedy.com. And all my social media is on the top. Plus, I have a merch page. If you could buy a T-shirt, uh, help me out so that I can pay for my kids' food and school. That would be nice because I still believe in school. I only got one little dude left at home right now. It's going to be 17. So. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, y'all. We, we got to do our last show here in Cleveland. Thanks a lot, man. All right, y'all. Much love. Bye. You can leave some of this bullshit in the stage just because you can hear how confused we are. So these are all the people that...